What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Clubhouse Chatter Podcast. I, my name is Andrew. I'm here with Aiden. Uh, today we're so, gonna be breaking down some baseball. Let's let's dive into the first game of the day: Astros Dodgers. Astros win it in eleven. Honestly, I'm not surprised at that one. I mean, yeah, me either. I mean, I feel like the I feel like the Dodgers. They've been really like they they really found their stride as of recent. Like it took them a while to like get back into the regular Dodger yeah. like like form that they're usually in, but like they finally like refound that uh, it feels like. Yeah, it feels it feels like they also refound that. And as well as I mean obviously the Strohs won this game, but obviously um their pitching's been struggling a little bit. So it was nice and their hitting kind of fell apart too, but it was nice to see them kind of I mean, they won it in extras, but still it was nice to see him win one. Yeah. I mean, honestly, not really a surprise there for me, but honestly, surprises I could see for both teams. I mean, uh, for- Nationals, uh, Padres for our next game, 8-3 to three for the Nationals. Honestly. Nationals won? The Nationals won? What? How did you're, the you're Nationals get the Padres? I've Padres, never seen what are you doing, the Washington man? Nationals. I've never seen the Washington Nationals ever win a game against a actually playoff contender. Sort of, not really. <laughs> I've never seen that in my entire life, well, except for twenty nineteen. Eight three win on the Padres. Word for you, man. Eight to three, five runs. God. For the Nationals, that's incredible. That's a that's a great momentum booster, which means they'll probably finish seventy and ninety-two. Uh, <laughs> so, you uh, know, we we all know the one team in the NL Central that's doing that right now. Okay, moving on. We'll talk about them more later, though. We'll talk about uh, them later. <laughs> yeah, D-backs, Dodgers, five-two, um, for the D-backs. I think, I think this was a battle of two evenly matched teams, and the D-backs just got the better here. Yeah, D-backs, D-backs really – I feel like the D-backs, they're going to be, like, really good over the next decade. I mean, if they just keep developing around Corbin Carroll and keep getting these young guys in the farm system, like, like maybe just, like, trade, like, restock. Yeah. Like, profit. I feel like they could be, like, like World Series, like, contenders – like we we've seen them make the playoffs before, like 2017, 2018, 2019. They were playoff contenders. This is the first time they've been like real World Series contenders in since like 2001 when they won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if you look at their lineup, they've got guys like Perdomo, Marte, Carroll, uh, Walker, Gurriel Jr., Longoria. A lot of guys. A lot of those guys have really been kind of hitting their stride in terms of hitting Perdomo batting 296 obviously leading that group but yeah. I, I think I think overall for the Diamondbacks I think they're in for a solid season yeah even though, I, even I, though I, Giants <laughs> even though the Giants pitching has not been on par as of lately but yeah I feel like the veteran presence in Longoria I feel like the veteran presence with Evan Longoria is really helping this team like a lot because like he may not be doing the best. He might not be doing like full career renaissance, but the fact that he's like boosted his production 
in some places and, like, is really showing himself to be a leader for this team, like, I feel like that's great for the uh, D-backs momentum so far. I, I, feel, I feel like it is, too. Also, um, I didn't I didn't realize it was kind of Evan Longoria faced his former team right there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that until, like, just now. But that was kind well, of I, mean, I, I don't consider Longoria's former team to be the Giants. No, it's, it's still the Rays. If they don't retire his number, like, Sternberg, what are you doing if you don't retire Longoria's number? Like, after he retires, what are true, you doing? True. He's the best player right. in franchise history. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I get that. Next game, we got Angels, uh, Rockies. Uh, Angels falling three to four versus the Rockies. Angel, what happened there? How did the Rockies manage to beat Trout and Otani? How do you get? How do you score twenty five runs on a team, and then and then get beat four three the next the game? next game? You lose. No, no, no. It was it wasn't even a close win. No, you lost this game. You lost the game. Well, Trout the- went over three. It's hard to it's hard to say much when your your best guy on your team almost goes over three. I yeah, but like also still this is still a very deep lineup. Even if Trout has like an off day, I feel like you could still probably beat the Rockies, especially in cores where the offense is boosted significantly yeah. by. I mean, like I mean, the fact we all saw the home run derby in cores. Home run balls. Absolutely fly there. So Otani hit one five oh two, dude. You Otani has shown that he can do this even if it was specifically terrible pitching. He can still crush balls here. Yeah. So he, like the fact that he still lost the game is pretty shocking. Yeah. He he did have a triple in today's game though, so that was kinda cool. But anyway Otani triple shocking. Yeah, he was two for four in that one. Uh, Red Sox, White Sox, battle the Sox in this one. <laughs> uh, White Sox see the win, 4-1. Shocking, again. Honestly, I- I'm surprised the lower C you got the win here. Even though the I'm, Red Sox I'm, are a game above 500. I'm surprised the Red Sox are even a game above 500. They should be – like, it, it, they every single win they've gotten, they've not played well. They have gotten ugly win after ugly win – they should be. I, I would agree. I would well agree well with that. 500 at this point. They should not be above 500. Yeah. Uh, n- moving on down the line, we got Brewers Guardians. Brewers win it in 10, 5 to 4. Devin Williams getting the win there. That's a shock. Wait, d- isn't Devin Williams a reliever? Yeah, Devin Williams a reliever. Well, maybe the close. Maybe the opener maybe got the blocked. Just like sucked. Wait, who is this checking, the, checking the pitching here. It looks like, um, yeah, Corbin Burns, eight hits, four runs. Ugh. Ugh. That's, that's, a, that's nasty. That's a bad Corbin Burns start. That, that is terrible. Corbin Burns, that's just embarrassing. Corbin Burns is like Cy Young contender and allowing four runs in a single game. That's a lot. That's, 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 that's bad. bad. <laughs> There's bad. not much to say there, but uh, honestly – I think those teams were evenly matched, even if, even if the Guardians were over five hundred. It's pretty much the same record. Fairly similar. Fa- fairly similar, except one has more losses than the other. But yeah, duh. Why Central. Why? Why is? Why has it been this way for the Central Division, where they have been just abysmal every year since like twenty sixteen? 
there's been like absolutely no depth in either of these divisions since 2016. I mean, you look at who has won these divisions since 2016. It's like the Cubs won it in in 2017, and then the Cardinals won it in 18, 19, 20, not 21, uh, and then they won it in 22. So they won it five out of like the past six years. Like, and then like you look at the AL Central; it's a bit more competitive, where it's the Guardians for since Guardians three times. That's the twins two. That's the twins two times. Then it's then it's the White Sox. <laughs> that's the what? Yeah. And then it was the Guardians again. Like you look at these are not like these these divisions are like maybe the least amount of parity in the entire like league. Like it, every other division has had at least three separate champions. That it, at least three separate champions. Every other division has at least three other champions. I mean, like besides like the NL East, every other division has a, since like twenty sixteen. Yeah. So like these are two very like top heavy divisions. If you're not like if you're not the Cardinals or Cubs in the NL, if you're not the Cardinals, Cubs or Brewers in the NL Central, like there you got no shot. Like. Yeah, the Reds might have a shot this year, but like looking at the Brewers' form right now, they actually look like they. It's going to be a tight race in the NL Central, which is it's going to shocking. Uh, AL Central, no, they're just terrible. I mean, uh, it and shocker for anybody listening right now, this is going to be the time where I admit it. I don't. I don't see the Cardinals finishing above five hundred or in the playoffs. What? What? Oh my god, the worst team in the NL isn't gonna make the playoffs? What? Yeah, Andrew, well, yeah, that I is shocking that analysis. Season, I kept thinking there was hope, which there was. Unbelievable. Right? Anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. Anyways. You made, it's almost like you made the playoffs every year since like 2008, yeah. dude. You're, you, you are kind of right, though. It, it It is about time that the Cardinals just kind of chilled out for a minute. So. For like a few years, please. Actually, like, <laughs> like two or three uh, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll we'll cover that a little more in a second, though. L- moving on down the list, we got Marlins P- Pirates two zero for the Marlins. Honestly, I mean, Johan Oviedo is kind of falling off, man. Yeah, three and eight with a four zero six. I no. Nah. I mean, I find I find the Marlins this year like. They're they're in a wild card position right now. If you have seen the today, Marlins, Yuri Perez had a one three four uh, as five and one this season with a one three four. The Marlins are in a wild card position right now. Which, if you've seen the Marlins play this season, they they really shouldn't be in a wild card position. They 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 they've been carried by Luis Arias. Their entire hitting staff is. Terrible besides Luis Arias. Uh, and even like the pitching staff has been good. Like it's not been like the same level that it was in like, let's say 2020 where they actually made the playoffs somehow. Yeah. Like, like this pitching staff, it's been good, but it hasn't been like as advertised as the Marlins pitching staff because the Marlins pitching staff 
this is supposed to be one of the best, like, up-and-coming pitching staffs in the league. And they've been good, but they haven't been, like, elite. Yeah. Which, that, that's a big knock on them. But, I mean, the, the more and more the season goes on, it's, like, becoming less and less possible for me to just say, wait until Luis Arias falls down to earth, which he has. He, his production hasn't been as good as it usually as it has. But, like, the more and more the season goes on, it feels like the more and more legitimacy into their playoff berth there is, even though we all know they're just going to definitely get obliterated in the first round. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, I can you know, see that easily. Making the playoffs for this team is pretty good, considering they made it I, it's, quite. I mean, in like I, I hate the words consolation prize, but it almost is one for them. I mean, making the playoffs for the Marlins is a great result for them, considering they had they made the playoffs four times, no, three times in thirty seasons. So you know, yeah, true. Anyway, moving true. up, moving up the list, we got Braves. Reds, Braves actually snapped the uh, Reds' winning streak of what was it, 14, 13? 12 games. Well, 12 games, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I, I was, I was gonna say it's about time the Reds got a reality check from the Braves. I mean, these are two really good teams that look like they're poised yeah. to lead the NL. It looks like these are gonna be the two. These are gonna be the one-two seeds in the NL. Uh, I mean, like, you look at the Reds' momentum right now, you see just exponential growth, and that's because of their young players like Ellie De La Cruz and, uh, you know, yeah. like, these are young, Jonathan India, Matt McMillan, and Ellie De La Cruz, they're leading this team to looking like they could be, like, World Series or, considering the Braves, NLCS contenders. Like, I find... I, you look at their momentum, it's just exponential. Like, they are going to be really good this year, yeah, which yeah. for the Reds is a is again, with the Marlins, like, these two teams are, like, really similar where they're, like, a small market, small budget team. So yeah, they start, They're the, starting to slowly build – they're starting to build off those young guys. Yeah, so they're really – and they have to savor these opportunities because – yeah. We all know, we all know they're all going to leave in free agency eventually yeah. unless they risk, you know, destroying their entire franchise by signing them to these huge mega deals that break the bank. Like, these, like, these are very small market teams, so they have to window before all of these players leave in free agency. They need to make the most out of this window. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, as a... Uh... As a Colts fan, that's kind of how we feel about John the Taylor right now. He's on the last year of his rookie deal, and he, he, we basically have to start stepping up to show that we want him to stay. I, I get that feeling, but anyways, they're gonna let's be honest. The the running back, running backs in the NFL, they just get obliterated every year for like seven years until they're like twenty eight, and then everyone just gives up on them. Yeah. That's just every running back. Pretty much. But anyways, Rays, Rays, Royals, Rays. <laughs> about a very like, depressing, depressing fact about if you're a football running back, you only have like seven <laughs> years of eligibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, you know, 
Yeah. Like that, that's just depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Rays Royals three one win for the Rays. Honestly, not even a surprise because the Royals suck. They're pretty much I'm like the athletics in won. terms of in terms of I'm sucking. Yeah. I'm surprised they can really say otherwise. <laughs> Although, if I were the Royals, I'd look out because they're about to get passed by the suckiest team in baseball right now. And that's the athletics. So I mean the athletics are actually like I mean are like going on a gang on the right track, not for the ownership, not for John Fisher, but it's the right track for the thousand fans that show up every day. Yeah, at, for the reverse boycott, yeah. At best, let's be honest, there's like 250 people going to these games, max. <laughs> yeah, the Coliseum was not made for that. I can tell you that. The Coliseum anyways, was uh, Speaking of the athletics, they uh, lost today 1-12 to against the Blue Jays. Honestly, also not a surprise because we just talked about both terrible teams in baseball back-to-back. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's not really a surprise there. Also, uh, stay tuned at the end of the episode. Me and Aiden are going to give our little spiels about our teams because we both yeah. honestly are getting to the point where we're getting annoyed and they're starting to suck. So stay tuned oh, for that. I, you're, you're starting to get annoyed. I've been I've been in perpetual anger. for <laughs> you, you and me both, man. You and me both. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I'm just in perpetual anger because yeah, the Mets. That, that, I'm getting I'm getting to that point myself. Don't worry about it. But anyway, Yankees, y- Yankees, Rangers, Yankees get the five three win. Honestly, and I know I keep saying that, but I'm glad like, the Yankees won that one. I'm not. Every time the Yankees win, I just feel anger. Well, just I mean, well, anger. Honestly, because you're a Mets fan, I can see that, but. The Yankees, I mean, I hate to say this in front of you, but I think the Yankees are starting to hit their stride a little bit. Okay, whatever you say. I'm not saying that some biased against the Mets, all right? Calm down. I saw saw an article that said Aaron Judge might be out for the season, so, like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wait, he actually might be out for the season? He might be out for the rest of the season. I know know he's been out for a while, but out for the season? Wow, okay. he might be. He might be. Although, knowing Aaron Boone, he's probably going to put him in and just, like, ruin his entire career. He's going to put him in. You're like, injured. Just ruin his entire, like, nine-year extension. Just <laughs> put him in for, like, put him in for his career. Yeah, I can see that. Aaron Boone, though, that wouldn't surprise me. Just ruin his entire career. That's just Aaron Boone for you. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I, I would see that from him. But <laughs> the curse sadly continues. Game, Every time we've recorded one of these episodes, the Mets have lost. And sadly, <laughs> they they, uh, they uh, had the unfortunate pleasure of blowing a 6-3 lead today. So that was fun. Uh, they yeah. lost to the Phillies 7-6. Yeah, $354 million gives up four runs. Thanks a lot. This is This bullpen is so good. You want to know something? This is the best bullpen in baseball. Did you know that, Andrew? Andrew, Andrew, you want to know something? You want to know something about the New yeah, York yeah, yeah. bullpen? You know, I, I want to get my spiel out, like, right now. Like, right. how many this games whole, do we have? Just hold it together. We only have, like, a few more games to go through. Don't worry. Okay, okay. I'll, uh, we I'll wait. Like, I'll we only have, like, two games, maybe three. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, three games? Um, three, I can do three games. I can do that. Uh, yeah, we can do three. 
Uh, Orioles, uh, Orioles, Mariners, three two for the Orioles. Honestly, it was a nice yeah. one. Yeah, this was a solid win for the Orioles. Like but this is like picks up his twenty one save the season. Jesus, it's already a twenty one. This is a good solid win for an or for the but Orioles. He is a solid relief pitcher, man. Yeah, he is. I, I I underestimated him as a reliever. I mean, I honestly thought that. Batista wasn't going to go far this season, but he's going far. I feel he's making strides for that bullpen. That's for sure. Yeah, I I feel like absolute like ceiling for him is like is like really like Hall of Good worthy closer. I don't think he's going to be like Hall of Fame like Mariano Rivera, John Franco, who is an absolute snub for the Hall of Fame, by the way. Uh. Uh, I don't think he's at that level, but I think he's gonna get like close to that level. I feel like I, I feel like he's a very, very good, solid reliever that you can rely on. I, I, I mean, is he Edwin Diaz level? I would not say so, but I, he, he's up there. Well, I mean, knowing Edwin Diaz, who's about to come off his injury next year, he's probably gonna be around there. Let's be honest. There's going to be, like, intense regression considering it's his age 30 season. So, yeah. If I were a Mets fan, I'd tell you to get y'all trumpets out. (laughs) Hey, hey, listen, Stevie, thanks for signing a 28-year-old reliever who has shown he has health problems before. Uh, (laughs) Eight year, sorry, six year, whatever his, how long his extension is. Thanks for giving him the richest contract for a reliever when he's 28 years old and exiting his prime or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That makes although, a lot of sense. Um, although that is good news for Mets fans, though, that Diaz is coming back. But anyway. It's good news, but like also, like, why are we paying him over yeah, $100 million? It, it, yeah, it's, it's, I can understand I, that. He's good, but is, it, is he $100 million worth? I don't know. That that that's a question a lot of people ask when making like extensions and stuff like that is. At, at least we, we got do we resign this guy or do we take a chance? I I, I feel like like over twenty million dollars per season isn't really worth it. Gonna be completely honest with you. For Edwin Diaz, for a guy who's shown he has health risk, who can miss over twenty games in a season, like I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't know why you would sign him to that deal, especially if you know his tendencies with uh, aggravating his shoulder, aggravating his yeah, elbow. Yeah. Th- this is a repeated like thing. This is just like worse. People yeah. seem to like gloss over the fact that he got injured. He gets injured like relatively commonly. This is just like the biggest injury he's had of his career so far. Yeah. Yeah. People just like gloss over the fact that he's been injured before. Time for the last two games. We got Twins, Twins, Tigers. Uh, 6-3, Twins get the win. Honestly, eh, I guess I can see that as evenly matched. Even though the Twins got the win in 10. I feel like the Twins are a bit more, are a bit better than the Tigers, but like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, there's not much that really surprises me there. 
I mean, but, the AL Central is like essentially they're all the same strength, just one slightly better than the other ones. Yeah, that that's 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 also the equivalent for the NL Central. Where we go for this last game, um, seven five Cardinals got the win in the to close out the London series. Um, and uh, what I will say though is, what the heck was going on in Game One, and also what the heck was going on in this game. Game one, the Cardinals could not get anything going. And game two, we, we, we game one, we basically let Wayno have his worst performance ever. Like, ever. what do you have? Like, 11 hits allowed or something crazy? Yeah. It was like, yeah. sorry, let me go back and check the stat line real quick. When not he supposed to retire? Yeah, he was supposed to retire with um, Wayno, or he was, he was supposed to retire with Yachty and Albert. Yeah. Uh, but looking at Wayno's stat line, 11, 11 hits allowed, seven he runs, like, and two home runs. Isn't he like 41 years old? I mean, I know he's 41, but... Please just retire, my guy. You're gassed. You're yeah, done. I know. You're I done. Sitting You're done. Yesterday when I was watching that game, I was like, dude, what are we doing? Why are you what? still here? You, you can like, retire. Are you watching that game by chance? I was watching. I watched like the first like three innings, and I was like, "This is too depressing." Why are I'm not we hanging so many curveballs. Yeah, that was a lot. I gotta say, we hung like ten curveballs over the plate that we just got taken deep on. I'm positive that was their entire lineup. Yeah, absolutely crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's anyway, the problem. On to uh, today's game, I did hear there was. A combined total of four errors between the two sides. Like, yeah, that I don't was. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. The, yeah, that entire like London series was just like complete and utter chaos. I mean, like, it, I I will say though, I will say though, I'm I'm literally a. I I admitted it earlier, and I'm gonna admit it again right now. The Cardinals are not making the playoffs this season. Duh. I don't care if we're not past the All-Star break. Duh. We're literally not going to do it. It's just stupid. Duh. Duh. We, we're literally like, we're literally 8-17 and 17 when we've had a one-run lead. Duh, this and, is I mean, fairly... I know we didn't have that yesterday, but like... Andrew, everyone can... Everyone knows this, Andrew. You're just in denial still on I how good I'm still in part. denial. I literally you... said, I, I'd admit it. Yet you were in denial for like forever to admit it initially. You were in denial for like a month. Yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying right now is now I admit it, we're not gonna do it. Yeah, okay. I was thinking there was that slim hope, but there wasn't, all right? Duh. (laughs) Well that was I guess kind of my spiel on the Cardinals. Do you wanna give your that was your spiel to close this out? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna close out with a piece about I've been focusing on the Mets, like, either the average age or the offense this entire year. I haven't given enough slack to the pitching staff because, my God, they are bad. My, like, Jesus Christ, dude, they suck, man. Uh, specifically, that starting rotation. Because, oh, boy, that starting rotation. I'd love to talk about that starting rotation. Kodai Sanga, you're fine. Everyone else, gas, bro. You are 
You're so bad. You're so bad, man. Justin Verlander sucks. I, I, Justin Verlander sucks. Max Scherzer sucks. Who, Ty Will sucks. I agree that the Cardinals would be good if they did. Well, I know Shut up, Andrew. No, listen. The Cardinals would also be good, right? And this is kind of adding on to my spiel. The Cardinals would be good if Gallegos didn't blow us so many freaking games. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why you keep going on my rant about the Mets, please? Yeah, you, you can keep going. I just want to say that regarding this is my, my segment. This is my segment. Well. All right. All right. Anyway, McGill trash. Peterson gets sent down to Triple A, dude. Who? Whoever else we throw out as a fifth starter? Terrible. Just abysmal. Like this entire team. This entire starting pitching staff is terrible. And then you get to, ooh, my favorite, the $354 million bullpen. Ooh, I wonder if this, is, this bullpen's going to be so good, isn't it? Joely Rodriguez. Cast. Brooks Raley. Washed, bro. Washed. Every other player in this bullpen, every every player in this entire pitching staff is terrible besides Kodai, Sanga, and Tommy Hunter especially. My God, how do you have a 6.53 ERA, yet we continue to pitch you in, in mid-reliever innings? You gave – you suck. You suck. Tommy Hunter, you're, you suck. You suck. I hate this team. Steve Cohen, sell the team. Uh, could you cut, like, every player besides, like, the five good ones on our roster? Uh, that'd be great. Thank Everybody you. Else on the trade block. You don't need them. <laughs> no, no. We, we, I'm pretty sure our triple no, A. I'm team. saying save your five, but the guys you don't need on the trade block. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure our triple A team could do better than this team. Honestly, I wouldn't be – I'm just saying, and I know the Cardinals may also do this too, but I wouldn't be surprised if you guys made some moves to the trade deadline. Uh, which is getting Shohei Otani, obviously, because Steve Cohen didn't know when to, when <laughs> okay. to rebuild. Okay. He never I mean, knows how to rebuild. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you guys – it's going to take you a little bit of time, but I think it's going to take you just a little bit to rebuild. Uh, Like what, two or three years? Yeah. I mean, maybe. No, I wouldn't say two or three. Maybe like one to two. Maybe okay. maybe end of this season and then maybe start of next season. Listen, the Mets, they don't know how to rebuild. They just know how to be perpetually 74 and 88, all right? They don't know how to fully commit to a rebuild. They just know how to be 76 and 86. Fair like, enough. that's all they know. That's yeah, all they so, know. Uh, real quick before we, uh, before we wrap it up, um, quick shout out to Freddie Freeman, who actually wrapped his two, t- 2000 hit uh, against the uh, against the Astros today in the bottom of the eighth. So, Ooh, for that. Cool. And, uh, cool. Yeah. I hate <laughs> There's Freddie, not really much else you can say. I hate the Braves. I hate the Atlanta Braves. I hate the Atlanta Braves. Moving anyway. on. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Clubhouse Chatter. Thank you guys so much for listening. And follow me on Instagram, Give it to Pro. Follow Aiden on YouTube, 
the sports ranter. I don't even know what your page is called. The video, maybe. I don't know. You have to find out. <laughs> yeah, so look out for something from him. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Clubhouse Chatter. And for me and Aiden, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.